0: Hey, what's up? It's Jared with State of Tech. Today, we're gonna talk about whether you should upgrade from the Apple Watch Series 5 to the Series 6. Now, Apple just recently released the Series 6 and with a lot of fanfare, they talked about the watch for quite some time. They introduced another new version of the watch, the SE, and they've continued to do what they've been doing uh, the last year or so with the Apple Watches, which is discontinuing the previous year's model. When the Series 5 came out, they decided to discontinue the Series 4. Of course, you could still buy it at the time because companies had them in stock. b Photo, Amazon, Best Buy, they all had Series 4s in stock still, but the Series 5 replaced it moving forward, and Apple has done the same thing this year with the Series 6. The Series 5 is no longer available, but the Series 5 kind of is a mixture between the SE and the Series 3. So the Series 5 has gone away, but the SE has kind of replaced it. So they they did a little bit of trickery by changing the name, taken away a couple of features that you might have uh, had previously on the Series 5, but that's, that's just the way Apple does things. They are smart with their branding, they are smart with the product launches and all of this stuff. And so moving forward though, many of us who have a Series 5 might be wondering, is it worth the upgrade? So we're gonna talk about the only things that are differences between the Series 5 that came out a year ago and the Series 6, so let's jump into those differences. On the Series 6, it looks much to the same as the Series 5. There is not a whole lot of a difference uh, to aesthetics, Of the two, the only difference that you're gonna notice when you actually look at two side-by-side turned on is that the fact that the Series 6 has a two and a half times brighter always-on display. So I typically leave my always-on display off because I can get a long battery life, sometimes as much as three, three and a half days one time uh, on my Apple Watch if I turn off the always-on display but if the always on display is on on your Apple Watch 6, it's gonna be two and a half times brighter, which might be really nice in those situations outdoors. I found that the always on display on my Apple Watch 5 was a little dim when it was a really bright day outside and I would just kinda glance at my watch without totally waking it and having the screen come back on. So two and a half times brighter always on display might be a little bit useful for some of you, but for me I've gotten used to leaving it off totally to save on battery life. The altimeter that uh, the watch has so you can see the altitude that you're at is now always on. This is something that also came to the Apple Watch SE, but it was not in existence on the Series 5. So an always-on altimeter means that when you are tracking a run or a workout or something like that, it's going to include real-time altitude data and you're not going to have to go into the app and refresh it every single time like you used to. The Compass app is where this information was previously available. So when you're using apps like AllTrails for hiking or you're are utilizing any sort of fitness app that will track the altitude, which is good because when you do a bike ride or you do a run or something like that, you have your distance and you have your altitude climbed. And it's nice that we're going to have better tracking of that through this feature. So that is a neat feature, but it might not be that useful to uh, the large majority of people with Apple watches. So, the Series 6 is gonna measure VO2 max, and this is based on motion and heart rate. These are things that the Series 5 could track, and we don't yet know whether or not the Series 5 is gonna get that in a software update when it is rolled out for the Series 6. The Series 6 doesn't even get it right off the bat from what I understand. It's going to come out as a software update later this year. So it's it's unknown whether or not the Series 5 will get that as well. The Series 5 can easily measure those things because it has motion and heart rate sensor, so maybe it will get them. The big one, of course, is the blood oxygen sensor that the Series 6 is getting. With the redesigned uh, sensors on the inside of the watch, you're going to be able to track your blood oxygen levels, which are pretty neat. There were a lot of use cases that were shared in the announcement that Apple did, but some of the interesting things for me, I think, are going to be able to see where I am at with my blood oxygen level during a workout when I'm actually working hard and my body's working hard and I feel out of breath, am I robbing myself of oxygen uh, by overworking myself? Another neat one that I think will be interesting is being able to track that through your sleep and look and see uh, some measurements that were taken during your sleep. Because if you have a hard time sleeping, maybe you wake up and you just feel really tired, there may be situation going on there with your oxygen and sleep. Uh, Sleep apnea is a a big thing. Uh, A lot of people have sleep apnea, especially as you get older. And while you're sleeping, your breathing is not as good or your airway closes off. There's uh, technical terms that I'm not 100% with, but I know that sleep apnea can be a pretty big deal. And so knowing at least a few of those measurements, because this sensor, this blood oxygen sensor, is going to intermittently take some readings while you're uh, sleeping or even throughout the day, you'll have that information that you can go back to and look at and see if you are maybe in any danger. And I'm sure that when it does, take a reading just like a low heart rate or a high heart rate notification that you would get you would also get a low blood oxygen level notification, which would be very useful uh, to be aware of that. Of course, blood oxygen sensors are easy to come by. They're inexpensive. You can get them at Walgreens for 20 bucks, uh, a a decent one with an LCD, a nice screen on it and everything for like under a hundred bucks. So these sensors are easily available and it's not any uh, mind blowing technology, but having that integrated in the watch and all of that data going into your Apple Health app is definitely going to be pretty neat but if that's not something that you're too concerned about the blood oxygen sensor really is the big selling point on the Apple Watch Series 6 so the next thing is the more energy efficient S6 chip which uh, you know is is based on the latest technology, more energy efficient, all of that stuff. But Apple has a habit of saying it's more energy efficient and then finding features or adding in features that are going to use up that extra energy efficiency. So last year with the Series 5, we got a much more energy efficient chip. And it did increase the battery life, but then we had always-on display, and we had all of these other features, not a whole lot of features, but other features that were running more often, and that ate up some battery life. What was nice is that the battery life didn't get any shorter, but it didn't double or get drastically longer or anything like that. So energy efficiency is another added benefit. The way that I use my Apple Watch with the always-on display off, which means when I raise my watch, I need to typically tap it. Um, Sometimes I just leave it in Do Not Disturb mode all day long. It just really depends on how much of a nuisance I want my watch to be. When I don't have my phone on me or near me, I typically will turn uh, uh, Do Not Disturb off so that uh, I get all of my notifications and everything on my watch. Of course, alarms and all that stuff still work even when I'm in Do Not Disturb mode on my watch. So we'll see. I hopefully would love to see an extended battery life. The way that I operate my watch, maybe getting four days or so of battery life would be really cool. I wear my watch during the day, I wear it to bed, and I typically just throw it on the charger for about an hour or so each morning, and it's always at 100% at the end of that hour, which gives it plenty, uh, I'm just using my watch all the time, I don't have any issues with battery life, as long as I'm able to throw it on the charger for an hour tops every single day. So there are new straps coming to the Apple Watch, and some people may be concerned, do the new solo loop and braided loop straps fit the Series 6 or the Series 5? Of course, it does any 40 or 44 millimeter Apple Watch, which means Series 4, Series 5, Series 6, and the SE Apple Watch all can fit these new bands. Any of the bands that are 40 or 44 millimeter are gonna fit series four all the way up depending on the size of watch you have, of course. So if you have the smaller Apple Watch, the 40 millimeter, you'd want the 40 millimeter bands, or straps, and 44, you'd want the 44 millimeter straps uh, accordingly. So those new straps are gonna fit even if you have a little bit older of an Apple Watch, but from what I understand, they're not gonna fit the Series 3. The Series 3 has a smaller case and it's just not gonna fit, uh, of course, Maybe they will come up with options for those. I'm not really sure. All I see on the Apple website right now is 40 and 44 millimeter straps. And of course, in the uh, specs and the description, it says in compatibility, it's only going to fit the 40 or the 44 millimeter Apple Watches. So, of course, every year upgrading an Apple Watch is quite an expense. It's not a cheap purchase, especially the Series 6, Series 5, the top end Apple Watches. You know, they start out at 399, but they get a bit more expensive if you want a steel or a titanium finish. And so that can get things kind of pricey. And so you really have to consider, do I need a new Apple Watch every single year? The answer is yes if you want <clears throat> The answer is yes if you want all of these new features every single year, but are they enough to justify the cost? That is something that you will have to decide on your own because it is a cost. Of course, you can sell your previous model, you can hand down your previous model to someone else in your family but that is uh, quite a cost. Knowing that the new iPhone is gonna come out pretty soon, I'm not exactly too sure what to expect there, but it also might be an iPhone to skip this year. We'll talk about that definitely when the iPhone announcement happens. But that's gonna do it for this video. I hope that it helped you maybe make that decision whether to skip and wait for the Apple Watch 7 or just to make the upgrade and jump in and get that Apple Watch 6. Regardless of what you do, there are links down in the description below for you to check out so that you can compare and see pricing and all that stuff yourself. But thanks for watching this video. I hope that you click that subscribe button, the thumbs up if this video helped, and click the bell icon to get notified when I put out new videos. But until next time, take care.